Radio. The Divine Wedgie with Dr. Matthew Tan. Courses in modern political ideas very often cover the green movement, sometimes called ecologism. The core critique of ecologism is the current obsession with anthropocentrism, the giving of humans prime consideration as a political subject. While there are various threads of ecologism, what ties them together is the fact that they always displace the political centrality of humans in favor of the earth, plants, or animals. At its heart, such political programs are redefining what constitutes the polis by regarding as citizens other, mostly non-human, life forms. To the secular year, this may sound all well and good, but then. Any political program that begins from the premise of the removal of the primacy of human beings must provide an account for occurrences, such as a news report earlier this year, in which a program gave priority parking for cars using electricity at the expense of the handicapped, who now have to be parked further away from businesses. Environmental naysayers might jump at reports like this to argue the evils of any program to topple the political kingship of man. Now, to the Christian year, this might sound well and good, until one considers one key question: What kind of man are we talking about exactly? Is there only one type of man, one type of anthropos, when we say anthropocentrism? It would seem that the issue lies not so much with anthropocentrism per se, but a secular definition of anthropocentrism, in which pride of place in the social ladder is given to a secular anthropos, that is, the autonomous, self-seeking, materialistic individual. This secular anthropocentrism is one in which limitless consumption is regarded as an inbuilt good for man. And thus, one in which environmental degradation is the inevitable result. The knee-jerk reaction amongst many conservatives would be to say that, in rejecting the extremities of the green agenda, we should defend the secular man. Now, there may be cases where the Christian may rightly resist the agenda of ecologism, but in that rejection, the Christian cannot countenance the defence of the secular man. For the simple reason that the secular man is one that rejects the primacy of God in the social order, in rejecting the extremities of ecologism, the Christian must also reject the knee-jerk defence of the secular anthropos and defend in its place a theological anthropology in which a person is made in the image of a trinitarian God, one which is defended by the medieval doctor of the church, Saint Bonaventure. This anthropology still posits man as the pinnacle of creation, but unlike secular man, the centrality of this theological man is still qualified by man's subordination to the God who created him. In contrast to the self-love of the secular man, the theological man is modelled on the nexus of self-giving love within the Trinity. Because of this self-giving love. The theological man cannot indulge in the love of self, which then feeds into the endless consumption, which in turn feeds the processes of environmental degradation. In addition, and in contrast to the kingship of man based on domination, the theological man recognizes that it is God alone who is worthy of kingship, and God, as a sign of that kingship, 
gave authority to man over the earth as a steward, and as a steward, he must give an account for his stewardship on the day of judgment. This theological anthropocentrism can provide a new meaning to being green, one that is going to be crucial if the Christian were to avoid the real risk of environmental catastrophe on the one hand. Without, on the other hand, being beholden to the anthropophobic tendencies of the green movement in its current form. That was Dr. Matthew Tan with the Divine Wedgie. For more, visit divinewedgie.blogspot.com or cradio.com.